You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. My respected brothers and sisters, <clears throat> over the uh, last week I mentioned that I intend, inshallah, if Allah gives me the ability to do various khutbahs relating to intention and action because ultimately we as Muslims, we as individuals are people who do things. We, if we have limbs, we have a mind, we think and we act. Therefore, the intention relates to the thinking component and the limbs relate to the acting component. And no one can ever, ever underestimate things in terms of the magnitude of these things because these, these intentions and actions ultimately make or break us in terms of our salvation in this life and the hereafter. One question that was asked to a scholar was, does one get rewarded for an act one does out of mere habit that corresponds to the sunnah? So they're just doing it out of habit, but the action corresponds to the sunnah. And one thing we know that scholars have often written in their books, whenever they write books of fiqh or in terms of books of aqidah and things, is that uh, there is no reward without intention. And this stems from our beloved Prophet Wasallam's hadith. Verily actions are by their intentions, and one shall only have that which one intends. And this is narrated in both Bukhari and Muslim. The scholar stated that there is something implicit in this hadith, namely, verily actions are rewarded by their intentions, and one shall only have the reward of that which one intended. Therefore, if one's habits or whims are in conformity to the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, one should strive to have an intention in it for Allah. Otherwise, it remains a habit. The scholars say, through intentions, habits become worship. Abdullah ibn Mubarak, may Allah be pleased with him, said, How often is it that a small action becomes great by its intention? And how often is it that an, a great action becomes small by its intention? My respected brothers and sisters, there's plenty of things that we do and that conform with the sunnah, externally, internally, whether it's to do a formal act of worship or otherwise. But the point is, is that we should always be looking at our actions. We are not robots and think to ourselves, why are we doing that action? Even if it's in the morning when you wake up and say, I intend to live my life according to the sunnah, that broad enough intention is enough to cover you for everything that follows. Obviously, if someone has more explicit or specific intention, that is fine. But the important thing is at the very least, that when everybody, whenever somebody gets up to do something or starts doing something, he says, I try my best to do it according to the sunnah. So thereafter, whatever happens, happens. In the same way, when one intends to fast and keep the fast uh, in Ramadan, for example, his action of waking up at a time of suhoor, or in fact, his action of setting his alarm to wake up at a time of suhoor, is sufficient to fulfill his intention uh, accord, uh, for that fast that follows. Uh, and uh, we know that that is sufficient. For some things, it's explicit that you need to have an additional component to it uh, in terms of maybe a recitation and things, but when, unless stated otherwise, the intention, even as long as it is there, that is uh, conforming with the action, then that is what you need in order to, inshallah, benefit from that action uh, that you're uh, intending to do. So we should always remember that even if it's something, for example, simple, simple, that you intend to leave the toilet with your right foot because you want to fulfill the sunnah, then again, if, you're, if that intention is always there, that you're always trying to fulfill the sunnah, then the reward is accordingly. Otherwise, it's merely a habit that you leave the toilet with the right foot. Uh, so again, if you're close to the Prophet wasallam, and we're remembering, we're doing, we're, we're, we're doing his salawat, we're praising, we're saying something simple as wasallam, that in itself, something so simple. As long as our heart is attached to that, then our actions will reflect that. And, and we don't want to lose out. At the end of the day, we are aware of the story of the person from uh, Allah, uh, my memory serves me correct, uh, person from Bani Israel. When he uh, was asked, do you want to enter Jannah by your actions uh, or by my mercy? 
uh, or by my deeds or by my mercy. And he said, by my deeds. So he puts his eyes on one side of scales and his ibadah and his, all his actions on the other side of scales. And the sins by the eyes outweighed the, action, the deeds that the person did. So the point I'm trying to make with all this is that we are always going to be in need of our deeds. So why do we want to lose out on our deeds when it comes uh, to things? So let's make sure the intentions are right. Let's make our intentions are there to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to follow the sunnah. To follow the sunnah because we want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we may benefit from what we do. We don't want to lose out on things. To other people, they won't know what's in our hearts and what our intentions is. That's fine. But at the end of the day, we are doing things for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should always make sure that things are in check when it comes to pleasing our Lord. May Allah make it easy for myself, my brothers and my sister to understand and appreciate the importance of always keeping that intention right and to never neglect this no matter how small the action is. Another interesting scenario I want to touch upon today is when somebody is doing an obligation, is doing uh, fulfilling an obligation towards their Lord, but they feel that they're not of, of a good example. Should you stop doing that action? The specific question asked is by a sister to a female scholar and it says, even though I wear the hijab, I do not feel like I am a good representative of Islam. Should I just remove it? So this is not specific. So the, the answer that I will share with you, inshallah, is not specific to the hijab, but it's to do, to do with any obligation that one is fulfilling uh, in relation to their overall uh, views on things and actions. Wearing the hijab, like any other act of worship, is done for the sake of Allah alone. Your intention should be to fulfill a command of God. All acts of obedience are tremendous, and one should never underestimate any act, even if small. For each one brings God's mercy and reward. Allah Most High says in the Quran, and whosoever does an atom weight of good shall see it. And we all know, uh, and that's in Surah 99. Though we pray that Allah makes us good examples for others, this is neither our goal nor the basis of what we, held, we are held accountable for. Rather, we are held accountable for obligations due upon us toward our Lord and His creation. You should always keep doing what you can to, uh, of the practices that you currently do and then work gradually to increase it. How will you be able to increase if you are considering leaving the things that you're doing now? Do not let feelings about shortcomings preoccupy you. You should only concern yourself with them long enough to repent and renew your intention to strive for doing better. Allah is ever merciful and all forgiving. It is not permissible to despair of his mercy or his forgiveness. It's a great blessing that you've been given the strength to wear the hijab. It is not something easy. I'm sure that this is a sign for, of your, your being able to achieve more of the things you want to do in terms of your practice. And should continue making sincere dua to Allah and remain in good and uplifting company. So my respected brothers and sisters, again, it is important that we are good examples and we set good examples for our, our immediate people that uh, we live with, our family, our children, because they look to us, whether we're teachers for our students, whether it's doing da'wah for non-Muslims. But remember, the first things first, we look at every man for themselves. We're not, we're not alien to that phrase. And the same comes to our religion. Indeed, when we are raised on a day of judgment, what are we going to say? Nafsi, nafsi, myself, myself. It is indeed our beloved Prophet say, ummati, ummati. So we must all remember that it will always be, at the end of the day, every man for himself. The day of judgment is what? When a woman uh, or a mother who is breastfeeding will take the child off the breast. That is how much they're worrying about themselves. So we should never neglect that when it comes to any act of worship or obligation that we're doing, that it's for our own benefit first and foremost. And yes, if it means that we can be example thereafter, then why not have multiple intentions? But never get the priority of intentions right. So if you ever have, our, if you ever have those lapses or if you ever go through a situation where you think, 
should I be doing this? Always think to yourself, if it is an obligation I'm fulfilling towards my Lord, then can I afford to lose it? Because if by not fulfilling the obligation, we risk the, uh, the danger of bringing the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. And I've already mentioned that we need Allah's mercy to get us into Jannah. Then if you're doing things that are displeasing to him, will not make it, we will not make it, stack the odds against us even further. May Allah make it easy for us to understand the little things in life and be able to do it to the best of our ability with the right intentions and build on that and be uh, support for each other when we go through times of difficulty. Inna Allah wa malaikatuhu yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayuhal ladhina amu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala muhammadi wa ala ali muhammad Kama sallayta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim wa inna ka hamidun majid Allahumma barik ala muhammadi wa ala ali muhammad كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم إنك فوّن كريم تهب الأفواف عنا اللهم إني على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن بارتك اللهم أكفني بحلالك أن حرامك وأغننا بفضلك أمن سواك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين أمهدنا في من هديت وعفنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما آتيت وقينا الشر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي وقعاليك إنه يذم وليت ولا يؤيز من آديت تبارك وتعاليت إن الله يعمر الأدلة والإحسان إيتاء ذي القربة ينهى فحشاء المقرب البغي يعيدكم تعلقكم تذكرون وقيم الصلاة For more information and to listen to more podcasts visit us at arc.score or check out the arc media app